powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles up. Let's make our confession of faith together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you we are open and we are ready, sir. We are open and we are ready, sir. We are open and we are ready. So Lord, have your way. Can I get you to worship for five seconds if you're open and ready? Go, five, four, three, two. One. Come on, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm open and I'm ready. Say, speak to me today. Let me have a weird experience with you. In Jesus' name. Let's go to work. So our series is to cover your 2022. We're spending this entire month of January to prophesy to what this year is going to be for you. It's going to be a weird year. Say, it's a weird year. Weird sounds weird until it's properly defined. I told you the story. I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I preached that Wednesday night for a great church in the area. I was supposed to leave that Thursday. God did something weird, something that I've never seen happen before. The entire airline was shut down. Their planes could not fly because they had a server issue. I had never experienced this at all, but the Lord said, son, I shut this down because I want to use this as an opportunity to do something uh, unique for you. I'm going to do something weird. I did something weird to speak something weird. And for some of you, you need to pay attention because your natural circumstances are actually showing you spiritual principles. Some of you got some weird things going on in your life naturally and that's God trying to tell you I'm about to do some weird stuff spiritually for you. Weird has five different unique definitions and none of them are negative. Number one, it means to do your assignment. This means you're going to do what you were created to do. In 2022, I need you to be okay if there are sudden shifts in your occupation. Why? You are no longer going to just work for a check. This is going to be the year you do what you were created to do. You're not chasing money. You're not going to chase resources. What you were sent to the earth to do, I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm doing it this year. 
I need you to be ready for swift and sudden changes on your occupation, with your job, with your business. I need you to be ready to let go of what was so you can embrace the weird that's about to be. Number two, say supernatural. This is going to be a supernatural year for you. That means unnatural, unearthly, unreal. Pay attention. It's literally going to seem too good to be true. It's going to feel unreal. The difference is you're going to be doing it. For some of you, it's going to be like a song. It was all a dream. You're literally going to look at your life and you're going to be like, I can't believe this is happening. Watch me for me. I read about it happening for other people. I've watched it happen for other people. But finally, in 2022, it happened for me. How do you know that? Because the number 2022 prophesies because two is the biblical number of witness, which means I'm going to see it and I'm going to experience it. Say so it's going to be a supernatural year. Number three, it means uncanny. That means strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, and unexpected. Look at me. It's a good time to be you. Why? Because there's many people that don't expect you to do what you're about to do this year. They're used to the passive you. They ain't seen the weird you. They're used to the you that puts up with anything. They're not used to the you that takes authority over everything. They're used to the you that settles. But this year, it's going to be the you that pursues. I need for somebody to open up your mouth. Say, it's going to be an uncanny year for me. It's going to be strange when you check your bank account and all of a sudden you got an extra. I keep hearing this number, $52,317 in there. It's going to be weird how you didn't even apply for it, but it's going to come to your email. It's going to be weird how you get a phone call and somebody says, is this so-and-so? I've been looking for you. It's about to be weird. Say unusual. Say unexpected. In other words, you're just going to be going through your daily life. And something's going to happen. Yesterday, I was at the end of lunch. And as we were at the end of lunch, one of the pastors that we were at the end of lunch was there. And he takes out some money. He takes out a lot of cash. And, 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 and watch me. Somebody who I brought along with me ended up getting blessed because they were with me. They hadn't done anything but be in the right place at the right time. And he takes out some cash and he starts folding his cash. I'm like, come on, we'll make it rain up in here then. Let's go. He folds out his cash. When he folds out his cash, unexpectedly, watch me, he just puts, he puts it in my hand and says, I just want to be a blessing. He said, I know we were just talking over some things. I want to be a blessing. He says, because the last time I blessed you, I became a millionaire. So I know that when I put something in you, it's going to be strange. People that did you wrong are about to apologize to you. You forgot about what they even did. But they're going to call you and say, I was so wrong how I handled you. I was so wrong how I treated you. I don't know who Brian is, but I just heard an apology. I don't know who that is, but I just heard an apology coming. I don't know who that is, but if you got somebody that's got that name, I need you to worship God. Why? An apology is about to come, yo. Come on, somebody say, it's going to be a weird year. Next, watch me, zany. That means unconventional, unorthodox, surreal, crazy, in left field. Watch me, I'm going to be expecting it over here, but it's going to come from over there. You're going to be shocked at who ends up helping you this year. Because you were thinking it was going to be one person, but it's going to be somebody else. It's going to come out of left field. It's going to be crazy. Say crazy. Watch me. Uh, God says, I want to bless your life so much in 2022 that when you look at it, you're going to be like, this is crazy. How are my investments doing better than everybody else's investments? It's about to be. 
How are they letting go of other people? And I got promoted. It's about to get. How did my whole family get saved? I've been praying for those ninjas for years. How did they get all saved this year? It's about to get weird. Unconventional, unorthodox, crazy, in left field. And then the fifth definition, it literally means creepy. And, we, and creepy sounds bad until you know what it means. And here's what I've discovered. Many times the enemy will try to limit our vocabulary. And we won't use certain words, but that's because we don't actually know what those words really mean. Because when I heard weird, I said, God, you want me to preach weird? You want me to get up and tell people that it's about to be a weird year? You want me to do a whole series and tell people it's about to get weird? I said, that's weird. He says, that's because you don't know what it means. And for some of you, watch me, your doubts are so loud that even while I'm preaching to you, you're like, man, maybe for somebody else, but not for me. What if I told you the one in your seat is who he's coming after? I can see some of y'all, I can see some of y'all miss that. The one in your seat, the one watching me on Facebook, on YouTube, and our app, and our website, on Twitch. What if I told you God says this one's about to happen for you? I wish you acted like it was going to happen for you. I'm going to give you five seconds. Go. Five, four, three, two. Come on. Somebody say, it's happening for me. Let's make it bigger. Say, and my house. I'll talk over here where it looks like there's a little faith. Say, it's happening for me and my house. Y'all got the assignment over there because I didn't tell you to stand up. But when I spoke it, all of a sudden something and you said, let me get up. Middle section, say it's happening for me and my house. Over here, it's happening for me and my house. Every digital campus is happening for me and my house. It's going to be creepy. Be seated. Why? Because, because it's going to bring fear and unease. Why? Because here's what you're going to ask yourself. Is this really happening? You're going to be on the plane and say, am I really headed to what I prayed for? <laughs> you're going to deposit the check and say, is this really going to clear? You've never seen a check with that many numbers. Why? You're blessed to be a blessing. You're going to get the offer in the email and say, did I really get it? Really? Is this really happening? Look at me. For some of you, watch me. Anything that's too good to be true, watch me. You, um, you automatically have cynicism. You're negative. Elbow somebody say, not this year. If weird don't happen for you, it's because you got in your own way. I'm going to say that again. If weird doesn't happen for you, it is because you got in your own way. And I've taught you so far that a weird year needs, number one, weird faith. Weird focus and weird favor. You see those three F's? All right, I'm making it simple for you so you remember. All right, say faith, faith. Focus, focus, favor. Here's today's message. A weird year needs weird, here we go, fasting. Now, some of y'all, you already know what's next. Is that Bishop's about to call a fast? Sure am. But this time, I'm giving you several weeks' notice. Normally, I'll... I'll give you about a week or two to get ready. I'm going to give you almost a month to get ready for this one. That way you can eat whatever you're going to eat for the next 30 some odd days. And then when it's time to fast, you're going to be ready. Now watch me. The word fast, pay attention. Fasting means to abstain from food or alter one's diet. Look at me. 
People, people, and unlearned people will say things like this. I'm fasting TV. You can't do that. That's called a consecration. Consecrate means to set yourself apart. There's no such thing as a TV fast. There's no such thing as a social media fast. I see some stuff on social media, and I say, you need to get up under some good teaching because what you, you ain't talking about nothing. Watch me. There's no such thing as I'm, I'm, I'm fasting. I'm, I'm fasting. No, it literally means to abstain from food. That means don't eat. Or to alter one's diet. You got what I'm saying? All right. Now, in all of that, in the scripture, when prayer and fasting were combined, it created something that we're going to call weird fasting. Why, Bishop? There are some things, you better hear me, that won't change without a weird fast. See, this is not just a diet where you're trying to slim down. This is not just, I'm not eating so I can get to the end of the day and say, ooh, I want a cheeseburger. We're going to combine prayer and fasting together, and you're going to see some things happen for you. Let me show you. Matthew 17, 15. This man comes up to Jesus, and he says, Lord, have mercy on my son. Why? He is an epileptic. Pay attention. That's a natural issue that specifically deals with your nervous system and the brain and the mind. Pay attention. Say natural issue. And he suffers, not just suffers, but he suffers how? Severely. For he often falls into the fire. Now pay attention. The Bible says he falls into the fire. Which means he's not choosing to keep getting in situations that keep burning him. Let me, let me. Uh, he didn't, watch me. He didn't choose that relationship for it to be an abusive one. Y'all not going to talk to me. I'm trying to make it relevant. He didn't choose for that to be that way. The Bible says he often falls in the fire, watch me, and in the water. So pay attention. His life literally goes from extreme to extreme. One day he's up, one day he's down. And for some of y'all, 2021 was the end of you being in these emotional ups and downs. We're not doing that this year. You're not going to have these great moments where you're on fire and then these moments where you feel like dying. No, I need you to open your mouth and say, I'm not going from extreme to extreme. He goes from the fire to the water, from the fire to the water, from the fire to the water, from the water to the fire, from the fire to the water, from the water to the fire, from the fire to the water, to the water to the fire, from 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 the fire. Stop. He goes. That's going to be on the next album. I like that one. That's good. That's good. That's good. Watch me. He, he goes back and forth. And for some of you all, this is your life. You take a step, then you go back. You fired up in January. Then by February, you're excited on Sunday. And then by Sunday night, watch me. Bible says, and that's creating severe suffering for him. He often falls. Pay attention. He falls. Falls. Pay attention. He falls. You're not paying attention to him. He falls, which means he keeps getting knocked down. Extreme to extreme. Every time he gets one piece of good news, here comes something that knocks, knocks the air out of him. You ever opened the mail and looked at something and said, you ever checked your email and said, y'all not saying nothing to me right now. Right, so look, he goes from the water to the fire, from the fire to water. And look, let's skip down to verse 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon. Now, in between the verses that we didn't read, the man says, I went to your disciples and asked them to cast this out. Pay attention. This man has a natural issue 
but it's a spiritual source. See, for some of y'all, you keep trying to fix your natural issues with natural remedies, but there's something spiritual behind it. He says, I took my son to your disciples and tried to cast him out, but they could not cast him out. So look what the Bible says. So Jesus rebuked the demon, a natural issue with a spiritual source. Look at me. How many natural issues do you have that you keep trying natural remedies that do not work? Because you've not dealt with the spirit behind the issue. I need you to open your mouth and say there's something spiritual behind this. Maybe the issue in your marriage isn't your partner, isn't your wife, isn't your husband. Maybe there's something spiritual, watch me, that recognizes when you two get on the same page, it scares the hell out of hell. Maybe the issue with your kids is that generational curses, that's spiritual, are trying to lock them down the same way that they locked you down and trying to bind you up so that you never become the Joseph you're supposed to be. But I wish I had some weird faith people in this building. I wish I had some weird faith people online that can say, watch me say, it's a natural issue. Say, but there's a spiritual source. And this year, I'm shutting that down. Even some of your issues with people, you keep making it natural. I just don't like her. Is it her or the spirit behind her? I just don't like him. Is it him or the spirit behind him? Can I help some of you all that are gifted? You need to understand you are a target in the spirit. Which means when you are a target in the spirit, the enemy will try to use the same spirit in a different person over and over and over. This is why you met certain people and you've been like, I met that mark before. Why do I feel like I met him? Because I've not met that body, but I've met that spirit. And some of y'all need to quit letting that same spirit get you over and over. You keep getting in relationship and relationship. And all you do is swap bodies, same spirit. But this is going to be the year you shut down the spiritual source of every issue. Somebody say, and it's happening. Jesus rebuked the demon. He's an epileptic. This is a natural issue. But the source of it is spiritual. And it came out of him. Lay your hand and say, everything in me that's not like God, come out now. Every spirit that's been in you that you picked up from somebody else. Because some of y'all, you picked up fear from somebody. You ain't never been a scaredy cat, but you picked it up from somebody else. Everything that's in you that's not like the Lord, I rebuke it. In the name of the Lord, I rebuke it. In the name of the Lord, I rebuke it. In the name of the Lord. Look at the Bible. Natural issue, spiritual source. Pay attention to the next part. And the child, please pay attention to the C word, and everybody say it with me. And the child was cured. Stop. He didn't take pills. I ain't knocking pills. I'm just saying he didn't take pills. Watch me. He didn't lay on somebody's couch. I'm not knocking that. Uh, watch me. Watch me. He was cured from that very hour. The moment Jesus rebuked it, within that hour, you said that at 10.08 Mountain Time, only for those of us that got faith to believe it's about to be weird, but watch me. Watch me. By 11.08 Mountain Time, 
If you don't have the faith for it, don't do nothing. But for the rest of us that know we serve a supernatural God, I need you to act like within the hour, something's about to change in you. Within the hour, the doctor's report will change. Within the hour, diabetes has got to go. Within the hour, HIV is healed. Within the hour, everybody say within the hour. All right, this is supernatural stuff we into now. Because for those of you that want to intellectualize spiritual things, you're going to have difficulty with this. Because sometimes the purpose of intellect is to try to dissect and disrespect the authenticity and the spirituality of a thing. Meaning, well, God, I'm going to need you to give me some steps to how you did this. Then you don't understand supernatural. Peter didn't get a manual to walk on water. He just had to walk, 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 walk. Watch me. And for some of you, if you want too many instructions, and God says, well, that's not how supernatural works. That's, and what is this year? A weird year. What's one of the definitions? Supernatural. So pay attention to what happened. Look at verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. In other words, they had a private conversation. Let me get into some of your private conversations. You thought they were private, but the Holy Ghost was right up in there. Because you, watch me, you were talking to one of your friends like, okay, I believe. I love the Lord. And if loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be right. I love him. But I'm just trying to figure out why it seems certain things aren't happening for who in the last 12 months online waving me in the building, put your hand up. You're like, okay, God, I'm happy that you did it for, for Jackie, Darlene, and Shirley. And them. I'm happy that you did it for Ray. I'm happy that you did it for, for John, John. But Lord, when are you going to do it for? I need you to say your name because it's about to be picked up in the spirit. Say your name. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Now, watch me. In other words, they had this private conversation. Some of you have been having private conversations with people. And like, I don't want to complain, but I just need to get this off my chest. I got to get this out. For some of you, watch me, you've been having private prayers. Well, when we finish Monday night prayer, you're like, God, thank you for everything Bishop said. Now, uh, but when is it going to happen for me? Watch me. Here's your question. Lord, what am I not doing? I'm about to throw this. Who's ever had a moment where you're like, God, can you just tell, give me to tell me what you want? Tell me what you need. Like, tell me. Because this is too much. If you just give me step by step, like, tell me. All right. Somebody say, here's the answer. Come on, say it to me. Say, here's the answer. His disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why didn't it work for us? Translation, we prayed, nothing happened. Translation, we tried, it failed. Translation, we tried more than once and it failed. Translation, we got 12 guys to help us try and it still didn't work. We got prayer partners and it didn't work. We had somebody touch and agree and it didn't work. We had everybody on our row, elbow everybody on our row, and it, it worked for everybody on the row but me. Look at verse 20. So Jesus said to them, pay attention to this. Because of your unbelief, stop. He said, let's deal with the facts. Somebody say facts. He said, the facts are you don't believe. He says, you talk a good talk, but you don't walk a good walk. 
He said, when you said to that spirit, come out, what part of you was like, we're going to see what happens. You ready? And I got to, even for this, this next line, the Lord had to check me. We're going to see. So Jesus said to him, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, a mountain is a metaphor for a difficult problem. Move! Mountain, get out the way. Get out the way. And then not only move, but look here. I want you to move from here to over there. I want you to move from here to there. Y'all with me? Look what the Bible says. And it'll move. What's the mountain a metaphor for? A difficult problem. Which means, pay attention to what you're, please look at me, look at me, look at me. It didn't get rid of the problem. It moved the problem to a place where I can handle you better. I don't like the way y'all talking to me. See, some of y'all like, he didn't take the problem. He never said he was going to take the problem. He just said, I'll move it to the side so you can handle it. I'll move it behind you so you can handle it. I'll make it not seem as big as it is so you can handle it. I didn't say I'd take it. I said I'd make it move. You ever somebody say, move? You ever been living somewhere, maybe you're in an apartment or something, and you had noisy neighbors? There are people above you that were noisy. People decided they're just loud. Just them kids just running around. And they always run around at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock. You're like, what do you have? Freddy Krueger, Jason, and Chucky up there? <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. Kids are kids. So you can't expect a kid. Y'all need to be quiet. Kids, kids are kids. They're going to run. They're going to holler. They're going to jump. They're going to scream. That's what they're going to do. Well, now pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. So, so your remedy is this. Your remedy is, watch me. If I can't change that, then I need to move. Uh-uh, I need you to catch it. I need you to catch it. In other words, for some of you all, you keep wanting God to get rid of the problem. And instead, what you need to do is say, Lord, move it over here. Why? So I'll see it different. Because if something moves, my perspective is different. What if the problem wasn't the problem, but it's how you view the problem? Let me say it another way. It's not what you're looking at. It's how you see it. You keep looking at it the wrong way. You keep looking at it the wrong way. Look at this next part. And nothing will be impossible for you. I want you to say this with me on campus and online. Everybody say, and nothing will be impossible for me this year. Say, no thing will be impossible for me this year. Look at your hands, 915. Prophets out to your hands. Say, whatever I touch, it shall work exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think say natural issue spiritual solution he says it's going to move he didn't say he'd get rid of it some of y'all have an expectation he never promised okay you got it but I just Lord would you get rid of this no but I'll move it Because there's some stuff, watch me, you just need to move out the way. You're still there, but watch me, but you're not blocking my sight anymore. You're still there, but you're not blocking my perspective anymore. You're still there, but you don't have me staying up all night no more. They still hate you, but watch me, because it moved, you don't care that they hate you. 
They're still talking about you, but because it moved, you don't care. That they're Matter of fact, you're like, what they saying now? So here's the question. What was the source of their unbelief? Jesus said, pay attention, you all couldn't cast out this demon and this man's child. That's a whole nother revelation. Because the issue they were trying to deal with was somebody else's. He says, you, he says you, you, you will operate where nothing is impossible for you. But what's the source of their unbelief? Everybody look on the screen. Them. What's the source of their unbelief? Say them. Yeah. Look at verse 21. However. <laughs> I like that. When I say however, you shout yes. However. Yeah. This kind. Does not go out. Which means he said, ain't nothing changing with this unless you do prayer and fasting. What is that? Weird fasting. Pay attention to this kind. Y'all ready for this? Come on, 915. This kind is the Greek word kin. Where we have our American colloquialism, kinfolk. Translation, he says, this family of problems, stop. Your problems have relatives. In other words, there are certain problems that are in a family. Like, you ever looked at certain things and you're like, if that happens, I'm good. I don't care about that. Trust me. But there are certain issues that the enemy knows get to you because he knows stuff with your kids gets to you. Okay. He knows stuff with your mother gets to you. Things with your sisters and your cousins. He knows there are certain things that get to you. He knows financial things get to you. He knows emotional things get to you. So this family of problems is not going to be shut down unless you do some weird fasting. Mm -mm. Y'all didn't have it, so I got to back that thing up because you didn't respond. This family of problems will not change. There are certain problems that they run together. Because what do you mean they run together? So once you get stressed out about something financial, then you start eating bad. Or not eating at all. So it's a family of problems. Once you're stressed out about your relationship, all of a sudden now you won't even worship. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. This so now watch me. That has a family. Because you being stressed out about the relationship, now watch me. It's got a relative. The relative is now when it's time to worship God, you're worshiping the issue. Because you're sitting there, you're zoned out, not even paying attention to worship. Not even giving God glory. Why? Because you are dealing with the issue. And so now you got a relative. And now you got another relative, which is the silent treatment, which is nothing more than manipulation, which is a form of witchcraft. I'm not talking to you because I'm going to punish you. For what you did to me. See how quiet I got? Ooh, I rebuke manipulators. Elbow mm. somebody next to you and say, stop giving the silent treatment. Say, in 2022, you're going to grow up. Say, and use your words. You're going to use your words this year. This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So pay attention. He said, you could have fasted and it wouldn't have changed. You could have prayed and it wouldn't have changed. He said, the only way this family of problems is going to change is when you have prayer and fasting together. You got it? All right. If there are things that haven't changed in your life for a prolonged period of time, could it be that you have not done Matthew 17, 21? Could it be 
that you have not done Matthew 7, 20, 21. Watch me. Prayer and fasting in the Bible is also known as afflicting your soul. What's your soul? Your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Let's be honest. I had to be honest. You know, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I think it's now like up to 120 pounds. And, and, and I only say that. No, I said it to encourage you, but I only said it to make this point. So when I started losing weight, I discovered that there were some things that I was still mad about. When I started to, to slim down, but naturally, I discovered that there were some spiritual things behind it. And I discovered, y'all ready for this? These are my confessions. Can I give you a confession? I would eat as a way not to cuss folk out. Can I get at least two witnesses? Y'all are... I'd be like, you know what? I'm mad, but let me go get that papa dough platter though. Let me get that platter though. Let me get that platter though. Let me get that loaf of bread though. But like, I'm mad, but I'm finna eat good in the neighborhood. I don't like the judgment. This is why I don't tell y'all nothing. See? This mental section feels real judgmental to me right now. Come on, Facebook. Y'all show me some love. Come on, YouTube. I would eat as it, it would just be like, hmm, well, it's good right now. And then my schedule and travel and all that kind of stuff. So I'd be eating late. And I, and I wouldn't eat no little rabbit food late. I would dine vivaciously. I mean, I would just, I, I'd just lay it all out. 11.30 at night. <laughs> laid out. I don't like the judgment in the room. But somebody about to get free. Because I ain't got that problem no more. If anything, people around me say, sir, you need to eat some more. I say, you hush. You don't know the cost. That I had to pay to lose. Uh uh. You don't, you, don't, you don't know. Why is it afflicting your soul? Because sometimes we use food and eating as comfort. We even call it comfort food. We even call it soul food. That's why fasting is called the afflicting of your soul. Because I make my mind, thoughts, will, and I afflict them. Why? Because what I would normally go to to feel comfort, I got to now get some water. <laughs> it's quiet in this building. Here's what it literally means. Get out of your own way. That's fasting. Say, I'm getting out of my way. Why? Because fasting doesn't change God. Fasting changes you. Your fast is not going to make God do anything different. It's just going to make you do what you couldn't do. Jesus says, this come does not come out except by fasting and prayer. Question, when did Jesus fast? You ready? Jesus fasted at the very beginning at age 30 when he starts his ministry. He fasts for 40 days and 40 nights. And when he fasts, that one fast gives him access to power. Y'all not going to say nothing to me right there. So that way, anything he speaks to, he's got authority of. Authority over, excuse me. All right, let's look at this. So how to fast. Let me go through this. You ready? Matthew 6, 16. I'm going to give you dates in a minute because some of y'all already calculate. Get up off them phones trying to calculate. I'm going to go to this restaurant and this one and that one and this one and that. I know what you're doing. I got the Holy Ghost. You're pretending like you're taking notes. It don't take that long to take that note. Snap a screenshot. I know what you're doing, especially those of you with them Androids. I know what you're doing. <laughs> pretending like you're being spiritual. I'm just messing. So when you fast, say, how to fast? When you fast, don't be like the hypocrites. Hypocrites means actors. So for everybody who says, I don't go to church because there's too many hypocrites. First of all, you need to know what the word means because that's not what it means. 
right? And, fur and furthermore, you're one too, based on your own definition, right? Being a hypocrite doesn't mean that you don't practice what you preach. Being a hypocrite means that you don't believe what you preach, so when you preach it, you're acting. Literally comes from a Greek that means to act. He says, don't be like the actors. Don't be those that are dramatic. And to be dramatic, come on. I'm going to bring my Oscar winner up here. Because he's, he's good at being dramatic, all right? Y'all ready? He says, and when you fast, don't be like the actors with a soured countenance. When we fasten, I don't need you on your job, sitting in your cubicle, look, walking in all flustered and sad and downtrodden and all of that. I'm just so hungry. I want a cheeseburger. God, what I wouldn't do for some fries. He says, don't do that. In other words, he says, choose your emotion. Because watch me, especially when you start a fast, them first few days sometimes will come and knock you in the mouth. Why? Because you're used to white sugar. You're used to salt. You're, you're used to bread. You're used to all of these things that bring you comfort. And now the only thing to bring you comfort is you got to go to the word. See, you want, you want some good white bread. You want some good white bread. You want some good white bread. You ready? A pumpernickel. We don't want that. Just, just, we don't want that. We want this here. And just good white bread. We don't want that. Put that bread away. We don't want that bread. That ain't good bread. You want some bread. You want some good to eat. You ready? He says, choose your emotion. So when you fast, God says, it's not right if you're walking around, you ready? With an attitude. Y'all just give me a minute. I'm fasting right now. Mm -mm. He says, for they disfigure their faces so that they may be appear to men as fasting. You got it? Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. Uh, all of you singers, clap for him. Clap for him, all you singers. What's me? When you do all of that extra when you fast, when you do that extra when you fast, God says, them saying, ooh, you deep, that's the whole reward. Some of you, you fasted and it's not worked because you fasted wrong. Because you went to, mama, yep, I'm fasting, baby. This is my first one. Yeah, so I'm Yep, we fasting, yep. We're fasting and praying. Yep, that's what we're doing. Yep. Hey, Instagram, I'm fasting. I'm fa I can't go, I can't eat with y'all on Friday. I, I can't have donuts. I, I'm fasting. And God says, all of that you just did, voided your fast. Because I know what some of y'all are thinking. Bishop, I fasted and prayed before and nothing happened. You didn't fast correctly. Y'all still here? All right, let's go. Verse 17. But when you fast, anoint your head. Get some oil. Get some oil. Anoint your head and wash your face. Now, this is good. This is good. All right, you anoint your head. Anoint your head because when you fast, I ain't going to be there to do it for you. So you got to know how to do it for yourself. Anoint your head, wash me, and wash your face. Here's what it means. Look and give your best. Don't use your fast as an excuse to be sloppy. I'm fasting. I don't know my notes. You not knowing your notes ain't got nothing to do with fasting. Y'all ain't going to send it to me. Y'all ain't going to send it to me right there. I'm fasting. That's why I got an attitude. God says, that's wrong. And when you do that, God says, watch me, you void your fast. Elbow somebody say, don't void this fast. Say, this one will be the game changer. I just need somebody to get excited. 
the 2022 is going to be the best year of your life. Can you release a praise for 22 seconds? Go. 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Say yes, Lord. Look at this. Verse 18. So that you do not appear to men to be fasting. Watch me. But to your father who is in the secret place. He will, watch me, he will reward you openly. So your private's going to determine your public. Let me see if I can make that simpler. God says, I need, what happens behind closed doors is going to determine what happens when doors open. We live in a culture that wants to post everything and we sell the sizzle but have no steak. You look, you look on social media and people will sell you everything. Like they have amazing relationships and then two weeks later, so-and-so, so-and-so announces a divorce. I could have told you that by their overposting. The only reason you overposted is because you needed co-signers to help you feel good about what you knew was already over. I could have told you that. It's quiet in the building. Say my private will determine my public. We got five minutes left. I need to go. Watch me. Here we go. Watch me. Number one, let me give you some examples of fasting in the Bible. Jesus fasted. Luke 14. After Jesus fasted 40 days, 40 nights. Now, just so you can take comfort, we're not going to do a 40-day and 40-night fast. The first quarter. We're not going to do that the first quarter. For those of you who've been with me for a while, you know, we used to do multiple fasts a year. And I just call them on you. Last year, we only did one. This year, we're only going to do one in the first quarter. Why? Because I want, watch me, by the end of this year, what did we learn on December 31st, 2021? At the end of this year, we will have one testimony from Psalm 126. And the Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. I need that to be your testimony by the end of this year. Luke 4, 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Can I get you to say that like you old school sanctified church? One, two, three. Power. <laughs> say power then, yeah. One, two, three. Power. Yeah. I like it. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. After doing what? Fasting. To Galilee. Galilee means electrical current. Pay attention. Your fast is going to connect some things. I just need you to act like you're about to be the plug. Come on, please, please, please. I just need you to act like everything that's getting plugged into you, everything that needs to connect, you're going to meet the right people. You're going to have the right connections. You're going to have the right circle. You're going to be in the right room with the right people. Open up your mouth, please, and say everything's connecting because of my weird fasting. Look at this next part. And news of him. See, some of you all, you spend a lot of time trying to build your brand. And here's what, here's, here's what happens. Watch what your fast is going to do. Don't shout. If, if, if you don't own a business or you don't want your name to ever be regarded in any great way, I want you to please be quiet and do nothing right here in this building and online. And news of him went out. Watch me. He didn't give out a business card. 
He didn't snap a video of him healing nobody. He didn't say, this is my service offering. News of him spread throughout all the region. Why? His weird fast made his name be brought up. Can I get you to say your first and last name? If you're on a business, say the name of your business. Say, news is about to spread about me. And I'm glad about it. And I'm glad about it. Elbow somebody say, news is about to spread about you. Say, everybody in your company is going to know you're amazing. Say, everybody in your department is going to know you're amazing. And I hear the Lord saying, government officials are about to know you're amazing. Say, news about me is spreading. Second fast, Judah fasted. I got to go. Judah fasted. This is good to me. Because some of you keep saying, I don't have this, I don't have that. But you can fast. And you can pray. It's the equalizer. I don't need what you have when I have prayer and fasting. It's the equalizer. God. Judah fasted. Judah is a southern kingdom. After Solomon died, Israel split into two nations. The kingdom of Israel, the north. Kingdom of Judah, the south. This is why sometimes you'll see in the Bible the reference Judah and Israel. And then occasionally it'll reference the united kingdom of Israel. Now, in Judah, when Judah fasted, they have these enemies that are after them. Look at the screen. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, they fasted in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It's earlier in the chapter. I'm just showing you the results of a fast. So they have all these enemies coming out. And the Bible says that King Jehoshaphat, he gets scared. He's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Some of you all know this, but our eyes are on you. Then, then they said, okay, we need to fast. So they proclaim a fast. Here's the results. Say, so here are the results of a weird fast. What's a weird fast? Fasting and prayer. Prayer and? That's all the island I got for you. Listen. But I got some more island in here. Listen. Here we go. But look. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, pay attention. So they fasted and prayed. And they're going out to battle. And as far as they're concerned, this is probably going to be a bloodbath. You ever done something, you're like, this probably is not going to work. Can I tell you, anytime, anytime you face anything in 2022 where you're like, God, this probably is not going to work. Watch me, let me tell you what your weird fast is going to set you up for. Because you're going to go out, and they're thinking, we, we're probably going to lose this battle. All they did is started praising the Lord. So watch this combination. Fasting, prayer, and praise. Bishop, why do you have us pray so much? Because this stuff works. Do I have any witnesses on campus or online? That th- you may think that's crazy. No, you're crazy. This stuff works. Why? It's a supernatural thing. I got natural issues, but I handle them in spiritual ways. Now, when they began to sing in the praise, look what the Lord did. The Lord did something weird. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon. Ammon in Hebrew, language of our Old Testament, it means people problems. So God says, I'm going to make your people problems turn on themselves. In other words, the little clique that came against you is about to turn on themselves. The people on your job that tried to conspire against you, all of them fools about to turn on themselves. Watch me. He says, and Moab. Moab means generational curses. He said, the stuff that's been coming after you for generations. He said, I'm going to turn that against itself, which means I'm going to curse the curse. 
Third thing, Mount Sarah. Mount Sarah means your past is resurfacing. So let me give you a complete context of what fasting did. Say they fasted. Yeah. They prayed. Pray. And they praised. Pray. Say, and something amazing happened. Something Come on, talk to me now. Say something weird happened. Weird happened. Their people problems, their generational curses, and their past was defeated. Never to rise up again. Never to rise up again. Never to rise up again. And I'm glad about it. I need you to open your mouth and say, never again, never again, never again, never again, never again. I'm not dealing with these same people problems again. I'm not dealing with these same generational curses again. And your past will not be your issue in your present again. Gotta go. Last one. Daniel fasted. And this is the fast we're going to do. All right. I'm going to make it easy the first quarter. Daniel, <clears throat> let me give you context. Daniel's a young man. Daniel has some friends. You know them by their uh, uh, Babylonian names. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. They were all contemporaries. They were friends. They ran together. I like it because there was four of them. Four is the biblical number of creativity. Make sure that you have a circle and not a cage. Because some of you get around people, watch me, and you can't create with them. They only help you destroy. <clears throat> it says, but the king, the, but, no, watch me, he prays to get an understanding. He prays. And when he prays, uh, watch me, he begins to fast. Bible says that he essentially eats fruits and vegetables. All right? All right? I'll tell you how to get the fast instructions in a moment. He eats fruits and vegetables. Bible says he doesn't eat anything delightful. This is why I've been training myself to like fruits and vegetables. So that that's delightful to me. Somebody, a friend of mine asked me the other day, I said, my new favorite meal is peanut butter with blackberries or raspberries or blueberries or strawberries with bananas and raisins. 400 calories a bowl. Listen, it fills you up, sticks with you, gives you energy. Y'all ain't going to say nothing right now. Some of you are like, I'm not doing that, Bishop. I, am not, I would do it during the fast, but I am not doing that. Not doing it. But you got to watch out for them raisins, though, because you only get a few raisins, and they got a lot of calories. A little box of raisins, 90 calories. That's a whole lot of calories. That's what I said, 90. I said, I'm going to need to diet raisins. Listen. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go. So look at this. So, so the angel is dispatched. We're done. On the day Daniel prays. God says, I answered your prayer the day you asked me. Because you were doing a weird fast. You were fasting and praying. Remember, to fast means not to eat or to alter your diet. This is why this qualifies as a fast, because he's, he's altering his diet. Y'all ready? All right. So, so for my vegans, you're going to have to do a little bit more. Because you already live here. You know, this is going to be easy for me. Yeah, then it ain't a fast. Yeah. Here we go. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. Prince here means, there's two meanings. Say two meanings. First, it means something in the, in the atmosphere, something in the heavens. The three heavens, the third heaven where God dwells, the second heaven, the spiritual realm in between where God dwells and the earth. And the earth is actually regarded as a heaven for believers. Right? It is a realm of heaven. Now pay attention. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. Where did he withstood him? He withstood him in the atmosphere. You ever felt like, like there was something 
over you, something in the atmosphere that they're like, you woke up feeling great, but then you felt the atmosphere and you were like, is that anybody? Wave at me. You ever felt like there's something going on and you can't put your finger, let me tell you why you can't put your finger on it, because it's above your head. But the, king, the, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me. Now pay attention. These, these different forces, and, and, and I will simply call them spiritual forces, um, they, they were assigned to different geographical regions. Pay attention. So he's regarded as a prince because the archangels were called princes. But the problem is this prince is adversarial to you. All right. Uh, many people would say it's a demon. I'll use that term for now, but that's not the most accurate terminology. Get the series called The Resistance and you'll understand why. This force was against them. Say against them. In other words, let me make it simple. Over Denver, there's a prince that's assigned to make people in this region settle. That's assigned to make people in this region have a lot but still feel depressed and discouraged. That's designed to make you think if you're trying to do more with your life, that something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with the prince of this region. Come out of open your mouth and say, this is spiritual. You ever been to a certain city and you go in a city and you're like, what is this? There's certain cities I go to and I'm like, what is that? I know what I got to break when I'm preaching in a certain city. Because I'm like, what is this? This feels, this is heavy. This, this feels like enslaved mentality. This feel, I said, there's something that has to be broken here. Because every region has a prince assigned to it. It has an adversarial angel that's assigned to it. So when Daniel prays, this angel withstands his answer. Which means they have the authority to resist. Y'all not listening to me. Because some of you, watch me, watch me. You're like, why is this such a fight? Why is this taking so long? Why is what's simple so hard? Could it be there's something above your head that's resisting you? Y'all better hear me. If I had time like I will at 1115, I'll teach you deeper. Even over this region of uh, Denver and the Rocky Mountain region, do you not know it is one of the number one areas for witchcraft and Wicca? Why? They like the high peaks. In other words, they put stuff in the atmosphere that tries to be a resistance to... Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me right there. This is why for some of you, you feel like you're under attack even though you're not being attacked. Why? Because the prince of this region comes to resist you. For everybody watching online, there is something that's been assigned to your region that the only way to break through it is through fasting and prayer. I got to keep it simple. Look, he says, uh, he says, the day you pray, we answer. He says, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. So I told you that's the first. The first is above him. Say the second. Seconds in him. Why? Because you can begin to take on the mentality of a region. You can begin to take on the thinking of people that you're around. And so now, watch me, it's not that it's not just breakthrough above you. It's that there needs to be breakthrough in you. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, there'll be breakthrough in me this year. Look at the Bible. For how many days? 21 days. So for 21 days, he fasts and prays every day. For 21 days, and what is he praying for? The same thing. But he has to persist. Some of y'all pray once and you let it go. I'm going to need you not to let it go. Elbow somebody, say, don't let it go. Say, hold on this year. Say, hold on till you see it. Say, hold on till you're walking in it. Say, hold on till you're living in it. 
Say, hold on till you're driving it. Say, hold on till you see it. Say, I'm not letting go until I see it happen for me this year. Look, for 21 days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, one of the archangels, Michael came to help me. Oh, my God. Watch me. In other words, when I fast and I pray, say weird fasting. Say help's on the way. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Some of y'all not responding the way you need to respond. For everybody that felt like, God, it's just me out here doing this by myself. God, I feel by myself. I feel alone. I got people around me, but I don't feel like I have the help or the support that I need. Please open your mouth and say, help is on the way. And watch me. It ain't coming from a prince. Watch me. It's coming from a chief prince. In other words, you're about to get some help from high places. You're about to get some help. I feel like preaching. You're about to get some help from high places. Facebook, you're about to get some help from high places. YouTube, you're about to get some help from high places. Denver, you're about to get some help from high... Atlanta, you're about to get some help from... Encourage somebody next to you, elbow them or fist bump them, say, help's coming, help's coming, help's coming. Say, and it's coming from a high place. Say, the CEO is going to skip some levels to get to you. Nine fifteen. I'm over time, but I need your faith to be right. Because this is about to be your best year of life yet. You're about to see it. You're about to touch it. You're about to walk in it. You're about to experience it. Say, help's coming, help's coming. Say, help's coming, help's coming. Every single parent, lift your hands. Help's coming, help's coming, help's coming, help's coming. Every business owner, lift your hands. Help's coming, help's coming, help's coming. Every man, lift your hands. Help's coming, help's coming. Every woman, lift your hands. Help is coming, help is. Look at this last part. Verse 14. Praise break, go, go, go. Come on, Facebook, go, go. Come on, YouTube. Go, go. Fourteen. Now, I have come to help you understand. Now, I have come to help you understand. Now, I have come, you're not getting it, to help, say your name, understand. You're going to understand why you reject it. You're going to understand why you abandoned him. You're going to understand why it's taken so long. You're going to understand why that marriage didn't work. You're going to understand why that relationship was different. You're going to understand why you got treated different in your bloodline. You're going to understand why you were handled differently than your brothers and your sisters. You're going to understand why you got fired. You're going to understand why God kept you alive. Almost a million people in this country have died, but God kept you alive. 
Watch me. If for no other reason you survived the pandemic, you owe God a praise, right? Could have been dead. Could have been on a ventilator. Could have been locked up in the hospital. Could have taken your last breath. But God, if God kept anybody, I'm going to give you five seconds because that's all I got. One, two, three, go. Five. Should have been dead. Should have been gone. Should have lost it all. But God. 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 I got to go. If you're in this building or you're online, I got to go. I'm out of time. And you need to become a Christian for the first time. This is your moment. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful. This is your time to recommit. Thirdly, if you like Bishop Foreman, I really don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. Watch me. Here's the fast. Let me give you the fast dates before we do that. Fast is coming up. Say, fast is coming up. Put it up. Say, the fast is coming up. Here are the dates. February 28th. See, I'm giving you over a month. Through March 20th. Scan that QR code to get the fast instructions. Don't ask one another. I know some of y'all, you've been around for a while. Uh, man, what's the fast instructions? Get them from the book. They fresh and new. Updated. You scan that QR code and you get the fast instructions. If you're in this experience and you need to become a Christian, I'm giving you over a month to prepare. I said I'm giving you over a month to prepare. And I'm getting it done in the first quarter. Because what did I prophesy to you on Wednesday? This first quarter is going to make up. And when are we doing it? When are we doing it? We're doing it at the two full years from when this nation officially was in the pandemic. We're doing it two full years from that time. Right? 2022. Two means witness. Right? If you're like, what does all that mean? I encourage you to catch up on the series so you understand where we're at. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure, on campus or online, on three, do the hand wave emoji and say it's me. In the building, you're going to just raise your hand. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to beat you up. We're just going to love you and love you to life. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, or be sure. One, two, three. Hands up in the building. Hands up in the building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, church. I need you to celebrate. We do better than that. Everybody pray this. We say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you, you, sir, are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace, God, to now run this race. I know I won't be perfect, but I commit to be faithful. Even if I fall down, watch me get right back up. And my next 12 will be my best 12. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself, take out your phone, text that word right there on the screen or scan that QR code. We're going to shoot your message right away called What Next to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. 
We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.